0: From TomDispatch.com, this is TomCast: Interviews and insight from TomDispatch contributors for anyone seeking a deeper understanding of our post-9/11 world and a clear sense of how our global imperial system actually works. I'm Timothy McBain. Recently, I had the pleasure of speaking again with retired Army Colonel and Boston University Professor Andrew Bacevich. We spoke about the expanding use of covert operations by the U.S. government, the lack of accountability when utilizing those forces and why it is important for us to monitor the activities of covert or special forces. As Tom points out in his introduction to your piece, U.S. Special Operations Forces have an increasingly public presence from a PR standpoint, but we still know little about them. What is there that most of us don't know but should?
1: Well, I think we need to know in greater detail where they are operating and what exactly they are doing absent those basic facts,
0: there really can be virtually no accountability. And where, where can we find this out, and, and who's controlling, basically, the access to that information?
1: Well, of course, it's not just special operations forces, it's the CIA. Uh, and I think that the information is being held at the highest levels of the Pentagon, uh, CIA
0: headquarters, uh, and the White House. Is there any way to actually investigate what what's going on, or is it just too tightly held?
1: Well, I think we get glimpses of the secrets when we get word of a particular operation. I should say, if we get word of a particular operation, then it becomes possible for reporters or others to do a little bit of inquiry about what U.S. government agencies, particular event occurring, Uh, but it seems pretty clear that what we are able to see in that regard is really the tip of the iceberg. And I should emphasize here, my point is not to somehow imply that we've got uh, thousands of rogue special operations forces out there committing mayhem on a daily basis. I suspect most of the people in that line of business are Honorable people trying to do a good job, but some of them may, may be less than honorable, and sometimes even honorable people do stupid things. Uh, and unless there is some public accounting or understanding of what special operations forces uh, are doing, then it's all the more likely that the effects of their efforts will be negative rather than positive.
0: From a uh, purely financial standpoint while you, you you point out that special operations budget has quadrupled how does that affect the overall cost of military operations i mean does using special ops actually in the long you know broad scheme of things save money
1: well in, yes in the in the larger scheme of things the size of the special operations budget in the larger context of the defense budget is relatively small but the fact that it has increased so drastically Uh, since 9-11, gives us one hint, I think, of the way that their operations have expanded significantly.
0: And just going back to the issue of accountability, how is it that the president can employ special forces the way he can without the same oversight as when mobilizing conventional military force?
1: Well, I think that this is one of those um, legacies of the Cold War during which time presidents, beginning with Truman, but continuing all the way up to the end of the Cold War, were allowed to exercise this great uh, authority in conducting covert operations. Now, back in the 1950s and 1960s, covert operations meant the CIA. Uh, What's happened more recently now is that covert operations yes, still includes the CIA, but now includes this much, much larger uh, instrument of the special operations community. So it's the habits and the precedents of the Cold War carrying over into the post-Cold War era with very few people in Congress or elsewhere asking whether those precedents make sense in this different environment.
0: And do you see this, you know, in the future, do you see this trend continuing? or Are there people who are trying to prevent that from happening?
1: Well, I think that, you know, outlets like Tom Dispatch are raising questions. And it's not just uh, Tom Dispatch, uh, it's others. But by and large, it seems to me that the policy world, the people in Washington, who are either in positions to make policy or who aspire to be in those positions, That circle of people seems to be pretty comfortable with this this expansion of covert operations and with the absence of larger accountability. So my sense would be that this is a phenomenon that's going to be with us for some considerable period of time.
0: To read Andrew Bacevich's article, Unleashed, Globalizing the Global War on Terror, please visit TomDispatch.com. Andrew is also editor of the new book, The Short American Century, which you can find at Amazon.com or at any quality bookstore near you. I'm Timothy McBain, and until we meet again, thanks for listening.